0: is it sunday yet almost welcome into the almost sunday fantasy football podcast i'm derek joined by joe beldner and we have a special guest for this episode we've got ryan devaney from the fantasy footballers uh writing group i don't know how to what is your title there i I just botched that, but I'll let you Technically introduce yourself a staff again, writer. staff writer. There we go. It is the off season after all, and uh, the polish is kind of coming off a little bit. But we got a great episode for you today. We got Ryan on here because he went a little bit viral in the fantasy football space this week with a, a tweet complaining about some trade uh, offers that he's gotten in his dynasty fantasy fantasy, fantasy football leagues, and. Uh, I DM'd him on Twitter. I was like, Ryan, you got to come onto the pod and just uh, vent a little bit about these trade offers you're getting because you got a lot of traction and a lot of responses. So, what's going on with that, Ryan?
1: Yeah, it was the funniest thing. I've been taking a break from fantasy, Um, haven't really done much, Uh, opened up a trade offer, and it was just like, my goodness. So, I I just (laughs) felt the, the need to post it to Twitter. And of all my well researched, (laughs) <laughs> um, posts that I've done that get two likes and no shares. Um, this one just blows up, and I got people <laughs> posting their terrible trades. I've got people coming at my head saying, "All you have to do is decline." So lots of mixture there, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I I'm over the bad trades.
2: Have
1: I am you too. ever
0: had so much engagement on a tweet before?
1: I think this would be my highest one i know i had one um that i tweeted about a uh, ch a long time ago <laughs> and that one blew up
0: but i'm pretty sure this is my highest traction one there you go and it, it is interesting now you can like really see how many views it got and everyone can see that now Thanks yeah Elon, I, I guess
1: i think last time i checked it was like over a hundred thousand i was like oh yeah it said 170k and i was like really? i what? <laughs> when you <laughs> have something simple... on
2: Yeah,
1: you know, when you have something on Twitter
2: that goes viral, it just gets really popular, like it really puts it into perspective how big the world is. Like it it, it yeah. just it, it goes on fire and uh it could it could go on for weeks. So what was the trade? It was um Joe Mixon you would be receiving for yeah. Brees Hall the and two first round picks?
1: Uh it was a it was one oh eight in a twelve team league and then two oh five. Okay. So I would be sending two draft picks in addition to Brees Hall for a running back who may or may not be in legal trouble right now, (laughs) and may not ever play depending on what actually happened. I don't fully know, but you know, it's just funny to me. Um, One, it's just a terrible trade in general. Mm -hmm. But two, in the height of Joe Mixon news uh, and how he might be cut, he and then the incident with whatever happened there. Um, and it's just, it's hilarious to me that someone took the time to type that up <laughs> and thought that but one, that I just wouldn't be knowledgeable enough um, to know what was going on with Joe Mixon. But two, just, I mean, Brees Hall, you know, th- we're talking dynasty here. You Mm-hmm. He's so young yeah. and barring you know the injury or whatever, he'd he'd probably be RB1, which I think he might be currently technically on key trade cut right now, but um, anyways, I just thought it was hilarious and um I I this same guy I've actually had issues with um with offers in the past. I was gonna and, ask, um, do you
0: know this guy personally? I
1: don't so do you think
0: he's seen the tweet?
1: I, I, there was one guy who commented on the post and said, oops. And I asked him, are you the one who sent me this trade? <laughs> and I never got a response. So oh. I don't know. But I mean, but, I mean,
0: you got the sleeper chat too. What's going on in there?
1: Uh, It's dead. No one said anything. Um, I know for a fact people in that league have seen the tweet, but I okay. don't know if, um because it's, t- it's kind of a community one. It started on Twitter yeah um it's uh a league that um i co-commission with someone else and um this guy is a a newbie he's new to the league so i don't know him at all and um Mm -hmm. but my co-commissioner says he he knew him from a previous league and basically he's about to be on my band list because i'm <laughs> i'm petty and i i i'm in a lot of leagues and you know I, I don't really like to see offers that i have zero interest in like it it's and it's not even zero interest it's just offers that are so horrendously bad mm-hmm. that like no one in their right mind would ever consider that so it's like why even and this is not a starting place. I, I got a lot of comments about that. I was uh, I was
0: gonna ask that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there're there different schools of thought in dynasty fantasy football where you just kind of throw offers out there as starting points points quote unquote. Yeah. And then it's like and, oh and, like that's not supposed to be the offer you accept. You're supposed to start countering. And it's like mm-hmm. but you didn't know work. You just sent some garbage offer and right. hoped that I like sent back something that was still a lowball for me that satisfied what you wanted
1: exactly and i'm not gonna if you're the one who wants breeze i'm not gonna take my time when you send me something like that to to think of an offer that would be balanced especially because if that's how you actually feel we're nowhere close so it's pointless to even counter because we're not going to come to a middle ground um so in my opinion it's just whenever you just throw offers out like that, um, and and there are times where you know uh, managers just have various opinions on value, and mm-hmm. and someone might think a trade is outrageous and and technically it's fair. Um, that does happen, um, but everyone agrees on specific, certain trades like this one that are is just so bad, trash, absolute yeah. trash, <laughs> just trash. And when when you send that kind of stuff, people like me who are petty, I do not want to trade with you anymore. I, I don't want to discuss it. I it's it's a waste of time. Um, because obviously you either overvalue you overvalue your players or you undervalue mine or something, or you just and, and I posted too, I was you know, it just seems lately um in Dynasty Leagues it Cause you all are on Twitter and you see people yeah. post these trades like, Oh, look, like, look at this. Like, <laughs> and, and they'll, you know, it's a clear fleece where they, they obviously won and they just want to show off the trade that they made. Yep, And yeah. that's what I almost Nobody's feel like dynasty is becoming is like, look at this trade I made. Look at how I, I won this trade. And I, I almost feel like those are the offers I'm getting where, where they just want to post to Twitter. It, it's, it's one of those things where it to me, that's not a skilled manager, a skilled manager is able to predict in the future to use, use a tool like keep trade cut and see the value and kind of make a quote unquote, even trade based on market value. But you predict that, you know, your player might lose value or the player you're acquiring might gain value. You know, I think there's skill in that. Mm-hmm. If you're just offering a bunch of trash for a star player that if <laughs> there's just no skill to that, even if it gets accepted, like congratulations, you just fleet someone over and ruin the league. Like I, I, I just <laughs> don't see any benefit from it.
0: Sometimes I get a, a bad trade that I know I'm declining and I get really nervous that I'm going to accidentally hit the wrong thing <laughs> and accept too, yeah. the trade. As but, I hit
2: reject on like a trade like that, I'm like, oh man, like, yeah, you get, you get like goosebumps thinking that you're just going to hit accept on accident.
1: But, uh, for sure. For so sure. Just to re-
0: recall the the trade was you receive Joe Mixon and send Brees Hall, the 108 and the 205 in 2023. What if I swap those picks and put them on the Mixon side? Would you, would you even consider it then? Nope. No.
2: Yeah, so it's just an awful lot. Yeah, so, overall, yeah, even if I the picks not, were on the
0: I, other side, which I mean, especially you're sending them, so it wouldn't actually—they're already yours. But just theoretically, yeah, yeah, I agree. I still wouldn't have taken mix in the 108 and the 205 for Brees Hall at this mm-hmm. point. It all depends on the always, height of the news. Yeah, yeah I, like just, you said, uh, I just looked you, that up
2: you were taking a break from fantasy, like you're already feeling kind of down. And then you just open up the (laughs) app and you see that load of crap. Like, that's just like pushing me off the ledge. Cause I've been there, you know, um, I, I started writing articles, uh, last year and you spend like countless weeks doing research so much time Mm -hmm. writing these articles. You, you're so excited to post it to Twitter. It gets like one like from your mom, and then you post yeah. a stupid <laughs> meme, and it gets like 500 Loved likes. That's why
0: Joe Beldner and Joseph Mason 94. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs>
1: literally. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna retire from the content and just post, just like this kind of stuff. I just mean, this complain. is what people like. It's it's crazy, but uh, but yeah. In all seriousness, like I still love fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Dynasty is actually my preferred format. I love it. Um, some you know some people were coming at me saying I shouldn't play dynasty. <laughs> it's just jokes let's not yeah. take it this deep you know and uh it it is what it is i'm a petty man and i'm i'll admit it and you know i some people were saying i shouldn't even blurt out the name just post who it was so we can shame <laughs> them publicly and you know i didn't go that far but um it's just funny how the the mixed reaction from from it from the post
0: mm-hmm. i mean joe where do you stand i you've made more trades than i have at this point I, uh, so, like, I need
2: to go to rehab for trade addiction in our league, I think, because I'm having <laughs> a lot of like, oh, man, I've made a lot of trades in our dynasty league. But uh, I, th- I think it's awful. Like when I when I saw the tweet, because I'm kind of famous in my friends league at home, like redraft league, like, you know, you send your best friend like, 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 let's say Alvin Kamara got in the news. Like I'll send Alvin Kamara for like Pat Mahomes in my redraft league, you know, just joking around with my friend but like if you don't know the guy and like he's just sending you offers like that, it's just like, what are you, what are you trying to prove right now? You know? So I I would be pretty pissed off too, but,
1: uh, yeah. Part of it, like I had mentioned it. So a little, a little backstory on on this, this newbie in our league. Um, and if he by chance listens to this, I am sorry. I'm sure you're a great guy, (laughs) but, um, I've got to blast this. So, you know, I I want to talk about two people specifically, because you know, oh, you man. said this was a venting session. So okay. I'm I'm getting this all out. So mm-hmm. in one league I have, um he I I I tried to buy Traylon Burks for a 23 second, like towards the end of the year, because Burks' value tanked mm-hmm. and a lot of people were moving off of him. So
0: Probably not the owner, though, or the manager of Traylon though.
1: Well, and this was a new manager. So I was okay. like, hopefully, because he took over an orphan. And so I was hoping, like, by chance, he was like, just get him off my team. So I tried a buy low. And the value on keep trade cut wasn't even that. I mean, it was pretty close. And then he countered sending me a rebuilding team. That's... I can just go on so many tangents, but that's the other thing. Like, know who you're trading with. I'm a rebuilding team. Why in the world would I want, want would I want an aging running back and to lose youth? And in... so know who you're trading with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he sent me Cooper Cup, um, I think DeAndre Carter, and then uh two two twelve. That's what I would be getting. He wanted T. Higgins. 108 112 and 205 yeah i've heard enough yeah and (laughs) first of all i was trying to get burks burks wasn't even in the counter exactly like uh, why why are you countering a blockbuster not including the the original player i was going after like it just it doesn't make any sense and um And then just the the value on that was just way off. I mean, I love Cooper Cup, but let's be real. Um, And and so and then that same person sent the Joe Mixon thing, and that's where I'm just like, no. There is a league or separate leagues, same league, same league. Is this one of
0: those specialty ones that you're in?
1: Yep, it's a Pokemon league. Okay. um, That uh, uh, would that impact
0: that at all? I probably not. It doesn't impact enough.
1: No, but. uh, But yeah, it's just, it's just funny to me, because it's, you know, I I, I love a new new manager comes in, tries to make moves, but, but let's be realistic and not just throw all these random offers out that have no thought behind them knowing you're gonna win value. So Mm -hmm. it's just it's tough. Um, And there is a block button on sleeper, and I've never (laughs) used it. But if I get one more offer, that is just out outrageous. I I will use it. I, I, I just, I, I'm okay with losing a trade partner. I just, cause we're never going to find a deal anyways, if that's what you're sending me. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in a uh,
2: dynasty leagues also like you want, like we, we have one with uh you know, me, Derek, Joe, and then a couple other people uh, and then a couple of random people that we never really spoke to before the league. And um, you want, people in the league that are going to be in it for the long haul. Cause it's dynasty, you know, you're trading all these picks. Like I keep getting 25 first round picks. I don't know how many of these teams are even going to be with us in 2025. Right. And then, uh, you know, yeah. you have, you have people with differing interest level. Like I'm the type of manager that's checking my team every single day, even though I don't need to, you know, like, and then there's people that don't go on the app for like five months. So I think really trying to find a league with, uh, you know, people that think like you have the same interest level. That's when like dynasty is at its highest, but I think it's yep. incredibly hard to find uh 12, you know, 11 other people that uh, share the same interests as you. But um, if we ever have another opening in our league, we should uh, definitely hit you up because I think our league's finally getting towards that point where we've gotten rid of the, some of the people that aren't so interested in the league. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Our,
1: our activity level is pretty high. I really like our league. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Here, dynasty, like I said, it's my preferred format. When it's mm-hmm. at its height, it's so fun. I mean, it it's just when you get the right people, and and so I fully agree. It's just you know when you get into leagues with random people, it's tough because like what you said, they'll trade all future first. They they'll leave the league. Um, they send these kind of offers. Mm-hmm. They they almost play like it's redraft. It's like exactly. It's a, it's a different animal, and um, you know it i just i just have seen uh random things and maybe sleeper someday will do it but a lot of people are saying there should be like a rating system where we can rate people you know because <laughs> i have had people yeah. like up and leave after trading all their future yeah. first and treat it like you're not paying and all this stuff For and
0: zero stars <laughs>
1: zero stars <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, I, i'm sure it, it could get dangerous because people just
0: Vindictively, people for, yeah. the people who win are just get bad ratings yeah. for winning.
1: But I, I kind of low-key love the idea just because I feel like people just don't respect Dynasty. They just mm-hmm. they just don't care. They just want to win year one. That's all they care. That's all they have their eyes on. So I've got something
2: one. funny to tell you going off at of that. And I'm not bashing the guy at all because I like him a lot as a person. But in our Dynasty startup, uh, we just had our first season last year. And the winner of the league actually quit After, like had it has a sick team you know like he has Mahomes, yeah. aj brown like all the i i know the team pretty well because i ended up giving that roster to my friend uh from college and he's like wow this is like the best team that i could ever adopt <laughs> ever like thank you so much but like yeah we actually had someone one year in a startup, win the championship and be like, all right, I'm out.
0: I'm out. But I mean, in his reason, he was like, I didn't realize I actually, it was respectable. It was like, yeah, I didn't realize the commitment that this would be. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the ability to give this everything that I need to give it. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to quit. <laughs> and I mean, he, he was like saying he was going to quit like well before that. When he was honestly like middle of the pack and mm-hmm. he just went on a, a burner and just like yeah. took the league by storm and won the whole thing. Exactly. After there was another team that was like basically crowning themselves the winner. Oh, my uh, God. In advance. I ended up,
2: I ended up beating him for third place. <laughs> nice. But anyway, I
0: think we should actually talk some football here. Yeah. yeah. So got a lot of uh, Joe Belner was a complete degenerate this weekend and watched the entirety of the combine pretty much, at least the mm-hmm. quarterback workouts every year. So I'm pretty much going to pass the mic over to that guy and talk about our risers and fallers from the combine.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I I look forward to the combine every year. Um, I'm a, like, I love watching tape. Uh, I've watched so much tape on the top quarterbacks because I have a high pick in our dynasty league. So I'm looking at, you know, the Bryce Youngs, the uh, CJ Strouds. Now we have Anthony Richardson, who's the talk of the town, but um, yeah. So with the combine, it's a funny thing because with like someone like Bryce Young, we're really just curious about the measurements. Um, some people made a huge deal that he didn't participate in any of the running or throwing drills, but I'm like, have you have you seen this guy play before? Like, right. I don't, I don't, I do not care. Like, I think he came in at like five ten, a little bit ahead uh, above five ten, like two o two pounds. Um, he for was me, basically that's the same
0: size as Kyler Murray.
2: Yeah, and who went on overall, that... by the way? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> What's so funny about Bryce Young is I feel like he's coming into the league at the worst time for his stock in a way, because Tyler Murray, like, you know, since his career started, he's been a good quarterback. Um, You know, two years ago, um, Arizona's team was really, really good. They had a great offense. And then he's had so much immaturity issues uh, with the team. The team was terrible this year. He tore his ACL. And then, um, you know, you have a lot of quarterbacks that are – like Tua, attack. I can never say his last name on the show. (laughs) So let's just say Tua. but you know, (laughs) he's, he's slighter in frame. He's not too tall and he's, he dealt with all the concussions this year. So I feel like a mixture of those two are kind of going, uh, into the thought process with Bryce young. Um, and that's why people are really, really digging into his frame and his height. But, uh, I'm not too concerned. He's been this height since he was like 15 years old. And, uh, I think that he's a hell of a talent. Um, For Dynasty and just NFL, I think he's a top quarterback. And then I'd follow him with uh, CJ Stroud. And then what this combine has really done for me at the quarterback position is solidified that I would rather take the risk on Anthony Richardson than Will Levis. Because, you know, the combine was really showcasing those two players because it's like an athletic showcase. And Anthony Richardson just completely stole the show. Um, Well, Will Levis had a good combine. But um yeah how
0: was his cannon?
2: It it was a little underwhelming but pretty good. <laughs> but uh Ryan did you watch uh the quarterbacks participate at all?
1: I didn't see it. I was just keeping up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and uh it kind of just basically everything you said is what I saw um as far as you know, Anthony Richardson. Um I know he's been rising for, slightly for a while and mm-hmm. especially over the weekend it's it's risen dramatically so. Yeah, it's been um, crazy. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting, you know, does, does it, uh, you know, there's people out last year. I remember I was in leagues where we drafted before the NFL draft as a startup and Mm -hmm. people were spending um, up on Malik Willis and not saying they're the same prospect at all, but, you know, does he go a lot lower than we expect? Does he go a lot higher than we expect? There's just so many unknowns and I can't wait to see it unfold uh, at the draft.
0: So I'm hearing Joe that Bryce Young is still your QB one. Yep. That's like a hot take at this point.
2: I know I had that poll the other day, and yeah. CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson people voted were significantly higher than Young. Yeah.
0: I just I don't think know, that I don't know if like, Anthony Richardson and the Bryce Young people are just splitting the vote at that point. Yeah. Or. Uh, I, I think Young's
2: like a generational talent. Um, I, I'm super high on him. I don't. I don't really think that there's much talking me out of it. Uh, You know, the case for Anthony Richardson is he came in at like 6'4", 250 almost. I think he was 244 pounds. So he's like the size of Cam Newton. He ran a 4'3", 40, set a record for a vertical at 40 and a half. So, you know, we are looking at a generational athlete, maybe the best athlete at the position. Um, Is he as good of a runner as like Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson? I don't think so. I don't think he has the instincts of those two. But you do have this superstar athlete that uh, couldn't have a better build uh, for the position just running through people. We saw what Justin Fields did this past year. Um, if you have rushing upside, you're going to be good for fantasy football. Right. So it really comes down to draft capital for me. Um, mm-hmm. This guy's going top 10 in the draft. A team's going to give him a shot. And if he's on the field with that rushing upside, a huge build, all that athleticism, he could have games where he runs for 120 yards. And even if you throw two picks, um, you, you're not really the best quarterback. If you're if you're running for that many yards, you're going to be a good fantasy quarterback. So I'm not a huge believer, but I definitely see why you would, um, like in a rookie draft, why you would take him top five. But it would be after, I'm talking super flex, of course, but um, it would be after Stroud and uh, Bryce Young for me.
0: I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm going to be hard pressed to be looking to target Anthony Richardson in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I just, every, every year we need a narrative. And this year it's Anthony Richardson is a freak athlete. Okay. But is he good at playing quarterback? Not yeah. apparently from what we've seen. See <laughs> yeah. it. And you,
2: you've probably <laughs> seen the uh, comparisons to the college career of Josh Allen. Uh, they're like extremely extremely similar to the production of um anthony richardson like completion percentage and everything
0: um, yeah but they
2: were pretty spot on my thing with anthony richardson is at least he went to florida where like you know yeah. like malik willis went to liberty um this guy's in the sec he's had big games um i was watching tape against tennessee uh he had, he had a pretty decent game against tennessee and right after I watched Bryce Young against Tennessee, just to, you know, compare the two. And, of course, I was blown away by Bryce Young's instincts in comparison. But Bryce Young also isn't 6'4", almost 250 pounds, and can do anything athletically. So it's a project. Um, if he goes to a team like, uh, you know, the Panthers with Frank Reich, he has great history of developing quarterbacks. Or uh, Indianapolis with their new head coach coming over from the Eagles. Um, who had success with Jalen Hurts this past year, then I would be more interested than if you were to go to a team where, like, if he went to, like, the Raiders, I wouldn't be so interested. I don't think that they really could develop him into his full potential.
0: I but mean, He's being penciled in as, like, oh, he's going to go and sit behind Geno Smith.
2: That's interesting.
1: It's a little bit.
0: Not so, that I mean, I'm... You it know, doesn't I'm, help you. Yeah. Didn't they just right. extend him? No, yeah, they did, but I'm saying, like, Anthony Richardson is not week one ready right
1: i was just wondering did did you see i didn't see how long it was for did did you see the contract
0: i think it's two i think it is two years years? yeah Yeah, i I mean that would make sense yeah uh but yeah i mean if you look at the quarterbacks coming out last year like his production is just not there and i yeah i want to see production in the college level I mean, mm-hmm. his production was worse than Desmond Ritter. It was worse than Matt Corral. It was worse. It was worse than Malik Willis, Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett. Like all those guys, had better production in their final year in college than Anthony Richardson. I mean, like Ryan on one of the, our last episode, just for fun. I mean, it's not prescriptive by any means, but I just put the numbers of the last year in college for the players in, and then I figured out like who had the most fantasy points if they were playing. And I made it by per game average because obviously college players play a weird amount and they're not comparable. If one guy plays 10, other one plays 14 and neither of them got injured. That's not a fair comparison for totals. But I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks in four point passing touchdowns, uh, of the people invited to the combat by Anthony Richardson's 10th out of 15, he didn't mm-hmm. really produce. I mean, he's just above Malik Cunningham, who threw eight touchdowns and five interceptions the whole year.
2: Yeah. I guess my thinking, uh, and anyone that wants he to think, you could be wrong. Yeah.
0: I mean, Brock Purdy was bad on a production basis <laughs> at, at Iowa State, and he was <laughs> fine.
2: Like, you saw what Brian Dable did with uh, Daniel Jones this past season, where Jones was like, really, really bad to start his career. And then he had a career year, I think he ran for over 700 yards this past season. Like if you're gonna take a player that had bad production in college, interception issues, watching him on tape, I see um, technique issues with his throwing, Uh, he, he needs to improve his footwork. But if he goes to a place that they could clean up some of his problems, then nobody has the potential that he has athletically. And I think that's like the big, what's behind the box? Like, can someone, (laughs) can someone take this potential and actually turn it into reality? But we've seen it happen before. And that's why I understand taking the risk. But like I said, he's my wide, I mean, my quarterback three in the class, I still have the two guys that have actually produced extremely high uh, for multiple years uh, ahead of him. But I do understand the, uh, you know, this isn't a Zach Wilson. This isn't a guy that just has a big arm. Um, and, you know, impre- Zach Wilson impressed on, on his pro day and his stock went up tremendously. Uh, this is a guy that's just freak athlete. And if someone could turn that potential into reality, then uh, it could be really scary for fantasy. So I do understand the yeah.
0: curiosity. But there. if Daniel Jones is your bar, I don't feel good about it.
2: But he'd be so much better than Daniel Jones, is what yeah. I'm saying.
0: I'm just like, Daniel Jones was. 14th and top 12 finish rate yeah and that There's was different players season. it was just
2: yeah just comparison yeah. of like a, a you know coaching taking potential and turning it into something else but two other guys that uh impressed me at the combine was Stetson Bennett and then uh Dorian Thompson Robinson <laughs> at, can
0: we talk about Stetson Bennett's uh, run is 40
2: um yeah with the straight
0: arms pretty much no it was just it wasn't a bad time yeah. But it was like it didn't look like he was trying. No, it didn't. <laughs> it was I like I, I, the... I sent it to Joe. I was like, this is the slowest four six seven I've ever seen.
1: I was surprised when I saw that that number. Yeah, he's
2: he's someone that doesn't really interest me for uh the NFL. I think he'll probably be a good
0: backup for his career. But uh for the for the next three years until he retires due to old age.
2: Exactly. Uh, without talking about the running backs too much, uh, just a couple of guys that really impressed me. Uh, Bijan Robinson lived up to the hype. Uh, we were all expecting that. Jameer Gibbs, um, I think he came in at 5'9", a little bit small, about the same size as Aaron Jones, height and weight. And uh, he ran extremely fast. So I still have interest there. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, you know, I, I, he's my RB3 in the class. He looked good at the combine. Uh, Devon I, I don't even know if it's a Shane or a Shane, but uh, he's the fastest in the class. He looks unbelievable. I gotta figure uh,
0: that out. I was wondering the same exact thing. I was hoping you knew. Yeah, uh,
2: no. And then uh, Evan Hole also impressed.
0: That's who I like. I like Evan Hole because he can catch the ball. Give me mm-hmm. those. Give me those targets. Give me those catches. Give me those less destructive to your body touches.
2: Big time. That's where Jameer Gibbs will be good as well. Um, we've talked about how we we don't really see him being in every down back, more of an electric guy. Uh, the Alvin Kamara uh, comparisons are always there. But like in terms of fantasy, you can see him like uh, Tony Pollard, where he doesn't need every snap, just one electric play um, wide receivers. I was very, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba. He didn't run the 40, but he excelled in uh, all the agility metrics. So he's my wide receiver one in the class um zay flowers did very good uh bryce ford wheaton darius davis who's the teammate of Quentin johnston uh ran extremely fast in the 40 and then matt landers impressed me um you guys have any wide receivers in this class that uh you feel very highly on or anything
0: i'm gonna be quite honest with you i don't know who matt matt landers is
1: he uh (laughs) he went to arkansas that's yeah, hilarious because I'm in Arkansas and I have no idea who that is.
0: <laughs> good. Okay. Alright, let's look up I definitely have his uh his numbers here. But hang on. It's uh I looked it up. Texas A M's pronunciation guide. It's Devon, not Devon. Oh no.
2: Did I say Ark? yeah, I did say Arkansas. Okay, continue.
0: It's Devon Ah Chain. Ah chain. And the the emphasis is on the chain. So ah chain. Devon Ah-Chain. Wait, no, it's on Ah. Devon ah
2: Devon ah right, I remember for next that's pretty, time. That's
0: a pretty solid name. It is. <laughs> Everyone's going to say Devin, though. You know that's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Matt Landers, you said, right? Mm-hmm. How does he do comparatively against the rest of the wide receivers in his college production?
2: He's a big guy, too. Not He's 6'5", great. 200 pounds.
0: Not bad. Not great. He was, of the Combine invites, he was 24th out of, oh, let's see, this is great for audio, the dead the dead sound, uh, 50, <laughs> 24th out of 50, so middle of the pack as far as college oh, production yeah. is last year. Yeah, that's what I would expect. On a point game basis.
2: He's not someone I'm like super high on, but just, uh, you know, someone when, you're, when I was watching the Combine.
0: Wait, how like, did Nathaniel Dell do?
2: Tank Dell looked pretty good. What? Tank Dell. His nickname is Tank. Oh, his
0: tank? <laughs> yeah. He's like 5'6". Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's electric, though. He's uh.
0: How fast was his 40? Let me see. Tank. Well, Let's get the elevator music going. Yeah, I know. A lot of elevator
2: music
0: tonight. Ryan, you got the 103. Who are you taking? Superflex.
1: That is a tough question but i like it i am in that position in several <laughs> leagues and so um
0: wait you have the 2 and the 4 I have the 2 and the 4 4 2 and 4 all right you got the 1 or 3
1: and um obviously draft capital or like landing spots and stuff will matter but um honestly cj stroud assuming bryce goes second Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of those guys. Um, now I can, I have, a I have a draft crush on Jameer Gibbs and Jackson Smith. So I, it, it's going to be tough and it, it'll depend on roster construction, but it's so hard to pass up on those QBs and, um, and super flex. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be either young or shroud. I
0: Who agree is- with it. Who is a guy you just want? It doesn't matter draft capital, draft capital. You're just like, this is the guy I want, and I'm gonna That's take a, him.
1: Uh, Josh Downs. Josh I, Downs. Okay. Yeah. Um, Why? I uh, I actually kind of was last year writing about Sam Howell, and for the the Ballers uh, prospect, um, and. I just remember being like, eh, he's okay. But who is this receiver? Like, who is this guy balling out like constantly? A little undersized. Um, uh, you know, I I don't love his size, but I think he could be super solid as mm-hmm. a late first round pick. Um, I think he can definitely contribute and I don't know if he'll ever be like a wide receiver one or anything like that, but uh, you know, you can't always can't always get that, you know, in rookie drafts. Sometimes we get spoiled over the last few rookie drafts where these receivers just dominate. But um, I really want to leave so many drafts with uh, Josh Downs at the end of the first, early second.
2: Mm-hmm. It's I love Josh Downs' tape. Um, kind of reminds me of when I was watching Jahan Dotson last year. Obviously he ha- he got the high draft capital, but most people were kind of projecting him as a second round pick. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh Downs probably similar. But um, yeah, when, when you watch both those players – collegiate tape you're just like wow th- this guy can play he does josh downs is everything he's terrific footwork he's great in the end zone for a smaller guy mm-hmm. um i'm, I'm very excited skills. about him also yeah
0: so. so uh last year we saw shoot was the oh my gosh i blew it what is the rams running back i'm just blanking. blank right Akers. Now. no the one who. tyron uh, williams Kyron Williams. So last year we had Kyron Williams just tank his stock at the combine. Yeah. Is there somebody that that happened to?
2: Um, Jordan Addison kind of disappointed, but he apparently had, I think, a back injury that was reported, Um, but he disappointed. Uh, Quentin Johnson had a good combine pretty much, but um, he came in at only 6'2", where I think people thought he was closer to 6'4", maybe like 6'3 three and three quarters. So 6'2 for yeah. him's a little bit small. Um,
0: let me see. Is Michael Mayer still your tight end one for fantasy purposes?
2: Uh, I'd probably give it a Dalton Kincaid for fantasy just because uh, he looks like he could be super athletic. I want to see what the draft pedigree is for both of them. But... Um, you know, I wasn't expecting I think I think Mayor ran like a four seven forty. Uh I wasn't expecting him to do much better. I was thinking he was gonna be maybe four sixes, is what I was hoping. But
1: uh he does everything else right. Uh he didn't have the best combine though. Um did, did Sean Tucker and Zach Evans have a bad combine? Did they even run or anything? I feel like their value's been going down lately, I agree. what I've seen. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head but um let
2: me let me see what i could find if
1: you guys want to talk
2: about something while well, i'm looking it up
0: how did well i'm i'm curious i mean I'm, i I want to know where deuce vaughn's gonna go in the draft because he's tiny. yeah he
1: he's, looked good too he's yeah. gonna be fun because he looks like he's so good and I just but think you the know
0: nfl like it's getting smaller it is just across the board defense defenders everyone's getting faster and more like agile, sideline to sideline, and so like guys, guys like Deuce Vaughn that you would usually just write off as like he's small, he can't play. People prove I, it. I mean, like is Boston he Scott a... is able to do stuff. Darren Sproles had a career and a half.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, is he? Do, do we see like the pass catching? I haven't watched him play very much.
0: The funny thing is, he was not a pass catching like. uh I mean, he actually he he had 42 receptions for 378 and three. Yeah, that's so decent. So definitely his game, um, <clears throat> but
2: I don't think uh, Zach Evans or um, Sean Tucker ran the 40.
1: But I see okay. that Sean Tucker came in at five nine, so he's a he's a smaller back. I feel like I had heard people talking about both of their sizes and how they were kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zach like- Evans came in five eleven. Okay. which is decent was he maybe he was underweight i don't know i thought i had read something and um because i've been trying to keep up with it a little bit and um uh, i know it just seems like the class as a whole um people are down on compared to what 23 firsts were worth a year or two ago right mm-hmm. right um, it's like just crazy to see now that we're pretty heavy. much yeah
2: yeah
0: how did uh How did Kyle Patterson do? <laughs> do you I don't even episode, know that episode, Joe. Yeah. Uh, our last episode, we talked about like performances of people that were invited to the combine, and Kyle Patterson is a tight end. Actually, I promised I would never mention him again. Here I am. He's a tight end from Air Force, and uh, his final season, which was, I mean, it was pretty much comparable to all his other seasons, three receptions, thirty-two yards in seven games. That uh, boils down to an average of point sixty seven half PPR points a game, and uh, he he was in the combine, or at least he got invited. Mm. That was Joe and I were, were trying to figure out if he would actually show up. Or, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you
1: if he did or didn't. So <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard his name. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I just let's see, let's see. Yeah, you keep talking. I want to know about um, Cedric Tillman.
2: Uh, he he looks like he's very good. I I mean Jalen Hyatt, his teammate, uh, he kind of disappointed. Um, people thought he was going to be maybe in the four threes. I think he ran a four four one, if I'm not mis- mistaken. And then um, I don't I don't remember who's it might have been Anthony Richardson, threw an incredible deep ball just right into his lap, and he let it fall right through his hands. So of course like all the spotlight was on him because everyone wanted to see how he threw, and. Uh, it was one of those where you just hear, heard a collective, uh, you know, everyone was upset in the audience. So, But Cedric Tillman, I think, is a good receiver. Um, I'm at the point where, like, I'm kind of combined out, and I just really want the NFL draft so I can see where these guys land and uh, yeah. what the draft capital's like. Because it's happened multiple times where you get really excited about a prospect or maybe you're down on a prospect. And then uh, the draft happens, and then the collective opinion from, you know, fantasy Twitter and just everywhere uh, completely changes after the draft. So there's a lot of these fringe players that, don't, you know, it could go either way for me depending on where they land.
1: I just love the draft. It's just me my too. favorite time of the year. I don't I don't know what it is. Just since I've been a kid, it's just like Christmas to me.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm a Jets fan, so we always have a high pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm always excited to see. Uh, you know, I, I watch a lot of tape on like who I expect the Jets to go. I think this year it's going to be an offensive lineman, so well, they that's not the most fun tape to watch. Destroyed
1: the draft last year. I mean, yeah, just yeah. We we hardly had a bad pick. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to look up Kyle Patterson's. Uh, let's see, he only had nine and a quarter hands for a tight end. <laughs>
2: Uh, You you crack me up sometimes. He did not not run the the 40.
0: (laughs) He did not run the 40. He did not run the 10-yard split. Well, he didn't get the 10-yard split in the 40, obviously. He did not do the vertical. He did not do the broad. Did he even test? He just showed up, got measured. Interviewed. He didn't do the shuttle. He didn't do the bench. I heard he impressed in the interview chilled. He just chilled. He's trying to get a coaching job. They measured his hands, <laughs> and he's like, they're just like, you should just sit this one out.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, big loser from the co- Combines, Uh, the LSU receiver, Kayshaun Booty. So
0: was um, he, pretty, he was pretty booty then?
2: Yeah, he was very, very booty. Um, Crazy. Crazy. He, he, d- he didn't test well, really, in anything. And, you know, he was someone that could potentially go in the first round of your rookie drafts. So I, I, I definitely see his stock falling.
0: Yeah, who was he that was last year?
1: wide receiver one like
0: mm-hmm.
1: a year ago it's just i don't remember what he did to his ankle or foot or whatever but
0: i mean remember spencer radler <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, things man. change mm-hmm. it's crazy. i mean remember when joe burrow was like a senior and all of a sudden he became the number one pick and now he's a superstar yeah true and he couldn't even yeah. start on ohio state well i mean I there's mean, it's a lesson hard to start in on ohio state but like
1: You've... There's a lesson there for dynasty players. You know, like, I swear last year, no one wanted any draft picks. They were saying after like the 103, just trade it for any random 23 first. Yeah. And, you know, you've got Alave, all these late round guys who just were awesome. And now this year, you know, 23 class looks like it was overhyped. I don't know. There's just got to take everything with a grain of salt. It's also, you you got to accept that, like,
2: things change because yeah. going into this year all i heard about was a 2023 class it's going to be better yep. than you know it, it seems like it happens every year because now that people are going down on the 2023 class everybody is like oh the 2024 class though we got right. marvin harrison jr and caleb yep. williams and you know all, the, all you these guys what'll so happen yeah every, everyone just... always likes the unpredictability and then once it's actually there they you know it gets a little bit boring But I I do think this class is pretty decent. uh, Oh, yeah, it's
1: still good. Yeah. It's just funny Mm -hmm. to see overreactions or underreactions. It's just the Dynasty community cracks me up sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Big time.
0: I'm just looking at 40 times right here. Yeah. So Quentin Johnson didn't run the 40?
2: I don't think so, no. That's booty. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Jalen Hyatt. (laughs) oh man that sound effect
2: oh jail and Hyatt.
0: <laughs> jail and Hyatt. uh let's see uh jackson smith yeah he he didn't run it setter no. tillman 454 four. that's okay at his height
2: i think uh jsn set the three cone drill uh he had he had the best time for that like beating uh julio jones i think it was who had it prior
0: i love so. how they always just cherry pick stats of like Oh, this guy was faster than this guy, and he jumped oh, yeah. higher than this guy, and he benched more than this guy. And it was like, but he, can he catch a ball?
2: Yeah, that's the ultimate Anthony
0: Richardson. Unclear. Like,
2: He's taller than George Kittle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think we're kind of reaching an end here, but I'm curious if you saw anything from Charlie Jones. I did not. Because his, uh, his college production was good, kind of like David Bell-esque. He was on he- Purdue.
2: David Bell had a great rookie season. I mean, no, he didn't, but <laughs>
0: I still put no, him. I'm just he's not giving up.
2: He's someone that had a bad combine.
0: Yeah, but uh, yep. let's see. Charlie Jones, he put up 110 receptions, 1361, 12 touchdowns in 13 games. Maybe he's someone to look That's up. Solid.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll he's see only where he goes in the draft. Though. See if a team signs him.
0: He ran a four, uh, four four three. That's a good time. He's only I know Cincinnati
2: now. has a lot of burners also. Like, they have two receivers that are very, very fast. But, um, yeah, Alec Pierce just came from there, and he was very fast at his combine. Yeah. A lot of receivers in this past class that uh, I feel like are getting a little bit forgotten That because we had Garrett Wilson, Chris Alave, and Drake London. But there, there's some deeper guys like Alec Traylon Pierce. Burks. Traylon Burks. Uh, you know, I love Jahan Dotson. I made a trade with Derek for him.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's a lot – very, very talented class. It'll be interesting to see how this uh 23 class stacks up. Yep.
0: We got a draft in like a month and a half. I'm excited. Y'all are excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to close it out now unless you guys – you fellas have anything to add. No. Nah,
2: thanks, Ryan, for uh joining us again. I know we had you a couple months ago to do a little mock draft, maybe uh when the season – nears up again assuming that you don't get any terrible dynasty trades and just quit (laughs) fantasy for good but uh we'd love to have you on again
1: yeah of course i appreciate it i I love chatting around ball with you guys so i'm down anytime
0: very nice all right ryan's down the clown we're gonna head out thanks for listening to the almost sunday fantasy football podcast give us a follow on spotify they changed their analytics a little bit now we know how many people follow our podcast. Uh, So give us a follow on Spotify or on Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll hear from us again soon.